Amen. So let's look at it. Uh, Genesis chapter 11, uh, verse 31. Is that right? 31. It says, Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went out together, watch the text now, for Ur of the Chaldeans, in order to enter the land of Canaan. And they went as far as Haran and settled there. The days of Terah was 205 years. Watch it now. And Terah died in Haran. I want to talk about this morning face to face. Abraham, part one, settling or stuck? Amen. In this series, um, we have looked at a few characters and we looked at Paul and we looked extensively at Moses. And I believe one of the greatest men that ever lived next to Jesus was Abraham. As a matter of fact, the Bible declares that. That he was extraordinary. And what we find today is that at the beginning of every person's life, to me, there is always, amen, some form of tragedies, tragedies, difficulties. Uh, before you get to greatness, you got to go through, come on somebody, the grinding. You got to go through the pressing. You got to go through some things. In order to get to greatness. Greatness always has what I call a downside. We don't start on the top. Amen. Come on somebody. We start at the bottom. We start at the bottom and some of us may stay at the bottom of life. Settling. Stuck. Not making any movement. The devil may have you thinking that you're doing good, but you could do better. Come on, somebody. Uh, the enemy may make you think that this is it for you, but you keep on settling for average. When inside of you, there is greatness. Now, when I read this account of Abram's life, he starts off as Abram. There are characters in this storyline that we need to get familiar with. So maybe I may not finish this today, but the first person we have here and we see, well, let me back it up for a minute. The earth had been destroyed by a flood. God has in chapter 10, amen, or right at the beginning of chapter 11, he has, re he's rebuilding. People came together and they built a tower, you know, the Tower of Babel. And what the people were doing, they were all together, but God says their hearts were evil. 
And when they got together, they were building a tower to reach heaven because they wanted to build a name for themselves. See, you got to understand that sometimes people may say they're building for a good cause, but they're really building to be known. I wish I had somebody. And so, and so, and so we find right after this saga continues and all of this happens in the beginning of chapter 11, because in verse 7, he says, come let us go down there and confuse. God says, well, let me tell you what I'm going to do. These people right here, uh, if they put their minds together, nothing will be impossible for them. And so they are going to become more, amen, uh, De- de- degrading and, 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 and idolatrous and all these other things. So he says, come let us go down and confuse the language. So this is where we have the different cultures. We have the different languages. We have different people groups. Amen. Not as the black Israelite says, amen. And so I just want to let you know that this is how it happened. Okay. But then we find in our Bibles, in our Bibles, we, we come up against a story. Amen. And we find in verse 31, and I'm going to get right to it, but let me give you the players, okay? So we have a lot. Amen. His father's name was Haran. Now, Haran was his daddy. Amen. And while they were where they were, amen, the Bible declares that um, Haran died in the presence of his father. Now, I want to tell you something about grief. Grief can last a long time. But watching a child die can be very difficult to a parent. Are you following me? And so we find Lot, his father's, uh, his name, Lot, means, uh, the word, his name means to cover. The word for his name or his meaning of his name, I'm not sure why his daddy called him Lot. But his name means to what? To cover. Are you with me? To envelope something. I wish I had somebody. And you find out later on what he'll cover up. I wish I had somebody. You see, you see, his name matched his character. So we have Lot who thought he was better. Come on, somebody. Amen. We find Lot who later on would cover up his sin. Are you with me? And so that's the first player there I see. And then the next person we see, we see Sarai. Her name means barren. Amen. Sarai was a woman who was barren. Does this sound like the average family? (laughs) Watch this. You got Terah. Amen. His name means desert. I wish I had somebody. So you have a family with a barren daughter-in-law. Come on, somebody. A a grandson who likes to cover up everything, hide everything. Come on, somebody. And you have a father who, come on, somebody, who is like a desert. Are you with me? Dry all the time. Upset all the time. Amen. Going through all the time. But, But look at this. His, his, his. His, his fault, though, you got to remember this, that not his fault, but Terah, he lived in the Euphrates and he served foreign gods. Now, you got to remember that God is saving or about to save a man who, watch this now, would become the father of faith. 
You never know where greatness will come out. What greatness will come out of. Abraham. His name was Abram. Which means exalted father. But when God changed his name. His name meant father of multitudes. Are you with me? And where I'm going with this this morning. Is this. I'm trying to tell you. That here is an average family. I wish I had you. And can I tell you something? That's why you never overlook anybody. Because God can take the average. And make them into something great. Are you with me? But, but you say, Pat, what does, have to do? what does this have to do with settling? What does this have to do with settling? Well, 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 well here's what I found out about Abraham. You may say, why did God change his name from exalted father to father of multitude? Because Galatians 3, 7 says, therefore be sure that it is those who are of faith who are the sons of Abraham. Can I help you with something? You now through Christ, faith in Christ, you and I are sons and daughters. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Jesus is our father. But it is through Abraham's faith. Come on, somebody. That you and I now are grafted in to that family of faith. Aren't you glad that he didn't mess up? Aren't you glad that he wasn't like Moses where he hesitated? But, but, but see, his beginning was much like Moses. I want to show you something. And it wasn't because of him. It was because of his family. I'm trying to help somebody. Family can hold you back. Oh, nobody want to hear that. There are some family members who are just like the desert. Lord have mercy. They're just, they love cover-ups. I wish I had somebody. I just went up your street right there. But I want to say to somebody here today that in spite of being in a jacked up family, God has put you now in a faith family. And so, and so, and so we come to our passage today and I want to just show you verse 31 and it says, verse 29 it says, Abram and Nora took wives for themselves and the name of Abram's wife was Sarai. And the name of Nora's wife was Milcah and the daughter of Haran and the father of Milcah and Ishka. And Sarai was, notice, notice that it pointed, I gave a whole verse in verse 30. And Sarai was barren and she had no child. Now, let me say this, to be barren in those times socially was to be an outcast. Now, they did not know the God of the universe yet. You with me? They did not know anything about God. They were worshiping pagan gods. And so now we find that you have a situation. You have a family that's dysfunctional. Not only that, but you also have a situation that's laden down with the effects of sin and depravity. Come on, somebody. Listen, unless we come to know Jesus, our lives are going to be a mess. Are you with me? So look what he says in verse 31. It says, Terah, amen, took Abram and his son. He said, man, let's get up out of here. And they, and, and Lot, the son of Haran, 
and his grandson, his grandson. And look at the text. It says, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, and his son, Abram's wife. And they went out to Ur. I'm sorry, from Ur of the Chaldeans in order to enter the land of what? Canaan. So let me, I wish I had, I should have brought my map with me today, but I left it at home. Who, who took Bible basically with me? All right. So here it is. So let me just illustrate for a minute. Okay. Ur is right here. So this is the river Euphrates. All right. On this side. Canaan is right here like a hook. Canaan is right here. Okay. That's, that's how when we draw it on the map, that's what it looked looked like a fish hook. That's how I remember it. Right. So Canaan is here. This is the Euphrates river that goes all the way up. Okay. Now they're heading to, they're heading in this direction. This is Ur of the Chaldeans. They're down here. They're way at the bottom of the Euphrates river. See the back of your Bible, those maps, they're not just there for you to run over them. You just got to know how to read them. Okay, so watch this. Ur of the Chaldeans is right here. Okay, Ur. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, Ur. Okay. And they're heading to Canaan. Okay. Problem is, they took their eyes off the prize. Now, Ur is here, Canaan is here, and so here's a, you gotta, if you're gonna stay stuck or settled or stuck, first thing you gotta do is this. You gotta stay focused on your destination. Some of us are heading to Canaan, but our heart is still in Ur. I wish I had somebody. Some of us are talking about what we want to do. And we're saying a whole lot about what we desire to do, but we've taken our eyes off our destination. See, the reason we stay stuck is because we don't know where we're going. So what we do is we settle. Are you with me? And listen, don't let distractions, doubt, success, or even relationships cause you to lose sight of your destination. Can I tell you where you're going? You're, you're heaven bound. Come on somebody. And, and, and if you're setting out to finish school. To get a new job. To better yourself. Watch this. A new place. A new environment. A new relationship. Then you got to keep your eyes. Come on somebody. On Canaan. Now watch this. I don't know what Tira's problem was. But, but I'm going to say this. Here's the, other, here's the other thing about his family. He had children at 70. <laughs> okay. All right, so 70-year-old. Right, come here, boy. You know, uh, you know, 70-year-old having babies, that was something, right? So, so now, I don't know if he got stressed out. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the situation is, but I know he has grief, and I know that he's older. Watch this. And, and he's, he has a destination in mind. But in his mind, he's stuck. And you and I got to ask ourselves a question. Are we stuck in the grief of losing Haran? 
Are we settling because we figure I'm too old to do this or I'm too, I'm not young enough to do that or I'm, oh, I'm too young to do that or you follow what I'm saying? You know, you, do you know, do you know, do you know that in China, watch this, the youngest billionaire in China is 17 years old. Billionaire. So you're never too young. I wish I had somebody. I'm going to say it one more time. You're never too young or you're never too old. But here's where the problem is. Here's why we settle or we get stuck. We take our eyes off our what? Destination. Some of us lose signals. Watch this. Some of us lose signal because we're relying too much on the GPS. And whenever you get out of coordinates and whenever you get to a place where you have no coverage, you're lost again. Because we live in a microwave society, we want the easy way out. So I just plug it in my GPS. Used to be, come on somebody, you would write it down. Used to be, you would stop and say, excuse me, can you help me? I think probably I'm lost. Come on, somebody. And don't let it be no husband and wife. They be arguing in the car. Baby, you ought to stop. But now I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going and lost like all day long. Are you with me? But watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You got to stay focused on your what? Destination. Keep Canaan in front of you. Whether you have to visualize it. Whether you got to put a picture, whether you got to put it on your, on your, on your mirror every day, I will finish school. I will be this, or I will be that, or you got to keep saying to yourself, and you got to keep speaking to your life. Come on, somebody. And saying to yourself, I'm going to keep myself focused on the what? Destination. Now watch this. Watch this now. The text says, look what the text says. Text says that they went out in order to enter the land of what? The land of what? Canaan. And they went as far. I mean, that's your story. You only get so far. Uh, you know what? You don't want to be honest with yourself, but that's the truth about you. You only go so far and then you stop. You know why? Give me the next point. <clears throat> stop settling when things get hard. The moment you reach some form of, uh, uh, some form of, uh, a distraction, some sort of difficulties. Watch this. Don't get comfortable and settle in a temporary location. Listen, they went as far as Haran. So watch this. Remember I told you, this is Ur, okay? This is Canaan. You know where Haran was? Over here. When I teach this class, it blows the minds of my students to see that it's in the total opposite direction of where they were supposed to be going. That's why I say keep your mind, keep, stay focused on the destination and stop getting distracted by everything that happens in your life. Watch this. Just because it gets hard doesn't mean you settle. Now, let me tell you why. Watch this. Watch this. They went as far as Haran, the Bible says, and they what? They settled. Some of us will only get so far and we will repeat the past. Now watch this. Watch this. 
hear a son's name was what? Y'all Bible readers? Haran. Lord have mercy. I'm 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 not gonna I'm gonna say this. Stop memorializing your past. Over and over and over and over and over and over and building monuments that, watch this, the dead is dead. I'm not being insensitive. But wouldn't you think that the dead wants you to live? Y'all with me or no? Wouldn't you think that? Wouldn't you, and I ain't just talking about somebody dying. I'm talking about, listen, do you think that man is still worried. You think that man that you left is worried about you? You think that woman you met left is worried about? They ain't worried about you. Watch this. You got to live. But if you keep memorializing your past, you and I will stay stuck. We can only go so far. Grief will hold you. My question is, if Canaan is here and you went in the total opposite direction... Did you even have in your mind the intention to? I can imagine. Well, y'all, we're just gonna make a we're gonna make a stop. Okay, Dad. Now, now remember, now Abram's future is wrapped up in this. So let me help you with something. <laughs> when things are as hard and you settle, you're affecting everybody on your ship. Everybody in your life is becoming a victim of your settling. Of our settling. Some of us will only go so far. Watch this. We have great ideas. We got visions. We got good talk. We got good intentions. But if you don't break those old habits. Why did they only get to Haran? The text says they went as far as what? Haran. And look what the text says. The text says and they settled there. Now, there are some other reasons too. One of the other reasons that, that, that he settled there is because, <laughs> Lord Jesus, Haran was the capital of pagan worship. In other words, Haran was the world. Canaan was the church. Lord have mercy. Haran was the world. Just like, just like, just like Canaan was the church and Egypt was the world when, when they went there. But I want to help somebody with something. If you keep settling when things get hard in your life, what you're going to find out is, amen, you're going to stay stuck. Come on, y'all. You say, you say, I got bad credit. Well, fix your credit. You say, how can I fix my credit? I owe so much. You don't know the God I know. People tell me stuff all the time about how hard life is. Do you know God? I'm just asking a question. Can it be that bad in your life that when it gets hard, you settled? You won't start school. You won't do nothing. You want to keep telling people what to do and you ain't doing it yourself. I got a question. Settling or stuck? It could get bad, y'all. But watch the text. I'm almost done. Watch this. The text says he settled there. 
May I ask you a question? Is it hard right now? Have you already reverted to what you always do? Settle? Feeling stuck, overeating and getting drunk and medicating the problem and going out having a good time, making everybody think you got it going on, but you're stuck. Stuck. Lots of text. Now imagine this. It says the days of Terah was 200 and what? Okay, let me break down the math for you. You ready? Lord Jesus, this is going to mess you up. Terah, now, now I can understand. I, I, I mean, I done made some mistakes, y'all. I, I done repeated some things. The Lord didn't whoop me up, you know, and. You know, I mean, seriously, like as a Christian, man, I'm telling you, man, I didn't repeated stuff to say I wasn't going to do. And I keep doing it and he keep whooping me, right? But, but, but check this out now. Watch this now. He was 70 when he had Abram and all them boys, right? But now he's 130. I'm sorry. He's 207, 205. Is it 205, right? So he had been in Haran for 130 years. Oh, y'all, y'all didn't get, y'all didn't catch that. I messed it up, but watch this. He was, a, they had been in Haran for a hundred. I'm see, let me see if this is making sense. Let me talk to this crowd here. He had been in Haran for 130 years. What you think about that? That's a long time, ain't it? So what's the next point? What's the next point? I mean, I'm just saying, like, every day is the same routine over and over. And you keep talking faith talk to people. You keep trying to tell people about God and all this other stuff. But every day is the same. You come home, you sit in the same place. You're doing the same thing. You're going through the same feelings. You're living in denial. A hundred and thirty years. He lived 207 years. And watch this. But a hundred and thirty of those years, he stuck. At some point, you ought to look your spouse and I said, babe, we, we ain't doing good. We got to ch- I never forget when my wife and I decided that we weren't going to be b- broke. We weren't going to be bad debtors and, and having credit card debt and this debt and that debt. And we decided that we're going to do something about it. For real, we were stuck. Listen, you know the feeling? Some of you know the feeling. You can't even rent a car. Come on, y'all. You, you, you can't even get your own name and your own stuff. But we made a decision. Man, we ain't settling. I refuse to be stuck in this life that's already hard. Come on, somebody. Okay? But here's what I'm going to refuse to do. I'm going to stop living in denial. You know what denial is? Lying to yourself. Keep saying, oh, God's going to do it. God's, oh, 
Yeah, the God talk, by the way. Yeah, God's going to do it. God's going to do it. God's going to do it for me. Faith, yes, yes, yes. But imagine this. Imagine that Terah was holding up his son's future. For 130 years, he had to obey his disobedient, non-directional, stuck, settling father. Some of us, we got some parents, boy. Boy, I wish I had a few people here. They just taking us to the ringer, man. And guess what? We just repeating a cycle that will never break. Just because you didn't go doesn't mean they can't go. You do what you have to do to get them there so that they can live differently than you. Now, the life he had in Haran was no bad life, by the way. But see, when you go to the world, the world's going to make you think that you live in large. The world going to make you think that prosperity and success. Listen, you got it going on just because you got all this and all that and this and the third. Guess what? That life is good for you, right? That's what the world would tell us. Watch this. Watch the text. Watch this. He lived 130 years of compromise and settling. Can you imagine being, how long you been stuck? I'm just asking. Write it somewhere in your notes somewhere. How long have I been stuck in this situation? Man, you settling. You don't even know how great you are. You don't know how beautiful you are. You sitting here settling for crumbs. Are you serious? Because you don't think you're good enough. You don't think you, 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 you know what I mean? You don't, th- you don't think you, You keep settling for the same stuff, going back and picking stuff up that you left many years ago and, and watch it and stuff still ain't changed. You know what I found out about people on Facebook? They like to go back and check out the people that they used to date. Lord have mercy. I'm talking to y'all right now. I already know why the devil tried to make me late for church today. <laughs> the devil is a lie. <laughs> Amen. If I had to come with one shoe today, I would have came one shoe. Y'all ain't hear me. I already know what the devil's doing. If the heel broke, come with one, baby. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because what he doesn't want you to do is get the word. He don't want you to get the word and he does not want you to get what God has for you. Are you with me? He wants you to stay stuck in the world. He wants you to stay in Haran. Listen, to stay in a place for 130 years, watch this, it meant something. But see, they were giving up. I got two men. They were giving up Canaan. You know what Canaan is? The land flowing with milk and honey. Why would you give up a land flowing with milk and honey Oh, well, I can see that for the world. Nightclubs, partying, eating out every day. Come on, somebody. Script clubs and all that. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. <laughs> last part of the verse. Let me give you the last part of the verse right quick. So, so, so stop living in denial. I said every day is the same. 
You heard what I said? I said every day is the same. And then lastly, it says, and Tira died. Man, a lot of you got dreams, boy. Ooh. Yes, he did, baby. He died. He died in the world. Watch this now. So my last point is, here are the signs that you're stuck. Everything dies. Goldfish die, everything. Nothing you have stays alive. Everything dies. Can I tell you something? God would order your steps and your stops. But that wasn't a God-ordered stop. Are you with me? That was a man-made stop right there. Okay? Can I tell you something? Who you start with will not always be with you. Okay? Who you start with may not be the one that you think is going to go with you to the promised land. They got good talk. They tell you they go into Canaan, but all the while in their hearts, they were heading to Haran. All the, all the while in their hearts, they wanted to pull you out of the church, pull you out of the Lord. Can I help you with something? Abraham followed his dad as he should. But just think how many times he must have pleaded with his dad, dad, let's get up out of here. No, son, the money's good. Life is good. Life is good. Remember, the world is going to make you successful. To keep you away from this. To keep you away from a land flowing with what? Milk and honey. Are you with me? A father was trying to get his son not to quit so easily. He said, son... You got to hang in there and not quit. He said, look at Abraham Lincoln. He said, look at Michael Jordan. Amen. Uh, They didn't quit. Look at Douglas MacArthur. He didn't quit. He says, look at Elmo McCringle. The son said, wait a minute, dad. Who's Elmo McCringle? The father says, see, he quit. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You will never know a quitter because their name will never be recorded in nothing. So don't settle and get stuck. Amen. In life. Give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Stay focused, y'all. Stay focused on your destination. Stop settling when things get hard. Listen, as a professor, you know, I I, I look at my students sometimes and I think to myself, this is hard. I remember going to school, it was hard. But if you're already coming in thinking it's hard, well, you're already defeated. And then you get stuck in a mindset that makes you think you will never get better. So then you start living in denial. The signs that you're stuck is things die. All you smell is death. Where there are vultures, there's a corpse. So just because you got a whole bunch of people flying around you, doesn't mean you're alive. So today, if you need prayer, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Maybe you're stuck. 
maybe you're settling. Maybe you need prayer this morning. I want to pray for you this morning. Amen. That God would help you to get out of this mindset. Maybe you're in Haran. You thought you were you were out of obedience. You were following, but you followed the wrong person. Come on. You know that can happen too. And maybe you're stuck right now. Maybe you settled. Maybe you've settled. Next week we'll show you what happens. We'll show you what happens when you get stuck in a place. Uh, I won't say it wasn't your fault, but uh, God can turn that around too. Amen. But you, but it's a mindset. You you know you know what happens to us sometimes. We're not consistent. We're inconsistent. Watch this, with our word to ourselves and our word to God. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do this. And then you start well, but you lose momentum. Amen. And if you need prayer, I want to pray for you. Prayer is available for everyone today. If you don't know Jesus in, in the pardon of your sins and you want to come to know Christ, you can come today. I want to pray for you to receive Jesus Christ.